Next on the 5 O'Clock Report. Casey Travel can be expected. I gave the order to take down these three objects. We're shooting things down out of the sky willy-nilly. We all just want answers. There's no rule book telling you what to do in these situations. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Uh, hello again, Winter. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. Yeah, bye-bye early spring. Our meteorologist Kevin Williams warning us that dangerous roads are a good possibility overnight and tomorrow morning for people living near the Great Lakes. Rain will be in the process of transitioning to freezing rain and sleet. Some icy travel can be expected in the Buffalo or Rochester-Syracuse corridor and points north in particular. Watch the elevated and lesser-traveled secondary surfaces. Kevin's full forecast is just ahead. President Biden breaks his silence on those objects that seem to be showing up more frequently over U.S. skies. In a brief statement this afternoon, Biden said the three that were shot down last weekend did not appear to be Chinese spy craft compared to that original balloon that sailed across the U.S. before being shot down over the Atlantic. I gave the order to take down these three objects due to hazards to civilian commercial air traffic and because we could not rule out the surveillance risk of sensitive facilities. Biden says he makes no apologies for the shootdowns. Defense expert Mark Thiessen tells Fox News Biden's comments are too little, too late, and that America's defensive posture needs some work. That's what our military is doing. That's our defense posture. That's not good if we can't tell what's a weather balloon and what's a Chinese spy balloon and we're shooting things down out of the sky willy-nilly. Biden says he expects to speak with Chinese President Xi soon. Those looking at potential election fraud in Georgia believe one or more witnesses lied under oath. That's one conclusion from a grand jury report about the 2020 election, which was made partially public today. Former President Trump's inner circle is under intense scrutiny by the district attorney. She is trying clearly to figure out who was directing Georgia officials to try to secure Trump votes in the days and weeks after the 2020 election. Former President Trump has always expressed grievance about these ongoing investigations. He has always denied any wrongdoing. CBS's Robert Costa. Pennsylvania senators joining their counterparts from Ohio demanding answers after a potentially dangerous train derailment. Democrats Bob Casey and John Fetterman have co-signed a letter along with Sherrod Brown and J.D. Vance from Ohio pressing the EPA and NTSB on that wreck in East Palestine, Ohio. There was a meeting for the public held there last night. This woman frustrated. We all just want answers. The, the police department, the fire department, all the first responders, they don't have the answers to give us because I don't think they know. They're not getting the straight answers either. Concerns have been raised by residents and outside experts over long-term health risks posed by those chemicals. Morning in Michigan. Victims of this week's mass shooting at Michigan State University remembered in a candlelight vigil attended by thousands last night. Student body president Joe Kovach. There's no rule book telling you what to do in these situations. We just have to live each day from here on out, reaching out for help when we need it and getting through the harder days together. On that same night, a shooting in a Texas shopping mall. Gunfire broke out in the food court shortly after 5 p.m. We were about to leave, and that's when we heard the three shots go off, and I peered out, and I saw the barrel of a gun. Witnesses say those inside the mall immediately ran for cover. We got up, and everybody started running to the bathroom. There was maybe like 50 of us in that bathroom. CBS's Lilia Luciano, two males arrested in that shooting. Economy now. First-time unemployment claims edged lower last week to just under 200,000. Both new and continuing claims are still below their 
near year-ago levels. Remember, the nation's jobless rate fell to 3.4% in January, and as of last check, there were more than 11 million job openings in the U.S. Bank rates Mark Hamrick wholesale prices rose a greater than expected 7% in January. Car shopping? A major magazine is out with its top picks. Two EVs made the cut, the Nissan Leaf and Tesla Model 3. But Consumer Reports Auto Testing Chief Jake Fisher says five of the top ten picks were hybrids. These cars are reliable, they're extremely fuel efficient, they're quiet, they're comfortable, and sometimes they're even quicker than the gas counterparts. Top brand overall is BMW, followed by Super. Peru. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Colorful former Major League Baseball catcher Tim McCarver, who caught for the Phillies great Steve Carlton, and who then found a second career in the TV booth, has died of heart failure. He played from 1959 to 1980, one of the few players ever to lace him up for four decades. His minor league stops included Rochester, New York. As a commentator, he wasn't everybody's cup of tea, but his insight was uncanny, like in the 2001 World Series when he predicted Luis Gonzalez's walk-off blooper as Arizona upset the Yankees. One problem is Rivera throws inside the left-handers, and left-handers get a lot of broken bad hits in the shallow outfield. That's the danger in bringing the infield in with a guy like Rivera on the mound. Florida, center field, the Diamondbacks are world champions! McCarver wrapped up his broadcast career with Fox in 2013. 34 years ago, my obligation shifted from the field and the players to the booth and to you, the viewers. Fairness and accuracy and honesty have always been my goals, along with teaching you something you may not have known about this great game. Baseball great Tim McCarver, who passed away today at age 81. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, Pennsylvania's governor kills the death penalty on his watch. A big hospital merger called off, at least for now. And what was the deal with DeMar Hamlin's Super Bowl jacket? I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Inclement weather is ahead tonight into tomorrow. Here are the forecast details for the night tonight. Cloudy with occasional rain, some evening thunder. Parts of Pennsylvania, rain will transition to freezing rain and sleet late tonight across upper portions of western and central New York. Wide-ranging low temperatures from 30 near Lake Ontario to 55 in eastern Pennsylvania. Turns cold to airy white on Friday with rain or a wintry mix, ending as some light snow or flurries as those temperatures drop. Afternoon readings range in the 20s and 30s. Thank you, Kevin. Now checking the stories making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. PA's new Democratic governor today made a blanket statement on the use of capital punishment in the Keystone State. I'm here today to tell you that I will not sign any execution warrants during my time as governor of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Shapiro, who previously stated support for capital punishment when he was Pennsylvania's attorney general, says that upon reflection and talking to crime victims and criminal justice reformers, his stance on the death penalty has, quote, evolved. The last execution by lethal injection in Pennsylvania was in 1999. Pennsylvania is going to be receiving millions of dollars from the federal government to fight gun violence. U.S. Senator Bob Casey has announced over $8.5 million in bipartisan federal funding to combat gun violence and address behavioral health across Pennsylvania. The fresh funding for the state will support the Pennsylvania Commission on Crime and Delinquency. Casey believes that the support to the state will make an actionable change through the law's holistic approach to reducing gun violence. 
Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thanks, Terry. The pandemic-era increase in SNAP benefits is going to expire March 1st. Recipients in New York and PA could lose up to 96 bucks a month in those extra benefits. There's going to be a whole bunch of people, I'm sure, that are going to be in need of finding food. That's why food banks are preparing for a surge in demand. Amy Hill with the Central Pennsylvania Food Bank tells ABC 27. Unfortunately, it's coming at a time where food prices are still rather high. People are not finding themselves in much different situation. We want our neighbors to know that we're here for them. They're making sure pantries and soup kitchens are stocked up and ready. And the awful was awful on I-83 yesterday. Dauphin County officials say a tractor trailer carrying chicken parts wrecked on I-83. Highway was shut down for hours. No word on what caused the accident. Thankfully, no injuries reported. Pity, though, the crew that had cleanup duty. To New York, two Syracuse hospitals, Krause Health and SUNY's Upstate Medical Center, have been working to combine, but jointly announced today that the wedding's off for now. Administrators had said previously that consolidation is a common path toward enhanced financial sustainability in the current healthcare industry. However, the Federal Trade Commission said the lack of competitive forces were likely to lead toward higher costs, reduced innovation, and reduced access to care for Syracuse region patients. Some employees at both hospital systems also expressed concern about reduction in wages. News Channel 9 reported that Upstate and Krauss are leaving the door open to reapply for a merger in the future, but for now, the hospitals have agreed to a new strategic affiliation partnership. Greg Gillespie, Family Life News. Thanks, Greg. An electrical malfunction generating problems at Arnott Ogden Medical Center today. The hospital says an arc flash happened around 8 this morning, injured an employee, and sparked an outage that impacted services. Elevators were out. Other facilities impacted as well. The hospital started running on backup generators. Some electric procedures and outpatient appointments had to be rescheduled. No word on the condition of the employee who was injured in that arcing incident. A nickel doesn't mean what it used to. That's the bottom line from advocates looking to increase New York State's bottle deposit from five cents to ten. Ryan Thorson Carson with Nyperg tells WTEN. If you look at states like Michigan, Oregon, states that have a ten cent deposit, they're consistently in the high 80s, low 90s for bottle return rate. Ken Pukalski with the Business Council of New York State says the state isn't utilizing current programs to the best of their ability. We wonder why these programs aren't working well. Well, we've sort of abandoned them. And instead of making the ones we have work better, or work the way they were intended to, we're off writing a, a wholly different piece of legislation. Under the proposal, a bottled deposit would increase to a dime and include all carbonated and non-carbonated drinks. Tragedy in Tioga County, New York. Three pedestrians struck and killed by an SUV driven by a teenager along Route 38 in Newark Valley Wednesday afternoon. The Tioga County Sheriff's Office says the 18-year-old driver of the Black Hyundai Santa Fe hit those pedestrians as they were walking along the shoulder of the road. Killed were John Stevens, Curtis Acker, and Dor- Doreen Wood, all of Newark Valley. A fourth pedestrian, a 27-year-old woman, was airlifted to Upstate Medical Center in Syracuse in critical condition. Deputies say the driver stayed on the scene and cooperated with investigators. Trouble at Buffalo's Tesla plant. A group called Tesla Workers United says several workers at a Tesla factory in Buffalo, New York, have been fired after starting union organizing efforts. The Tesla Workers Group has filed a formal complaint against the company with the National Labor Relations Board, a Using Tesla of unfair labor practices. That's CBS's Jim Crisula. people love New York parks, at least. Attendance at the state parks hit an all-time record for the year of 2022. Governor Kathy Hochul says state parks recorded 79.5 million visits last year, a million more than 2021. 
the number one visited park, Niagara Falls State Park. A popular summertime water attraction up that way in Niagara County is being dry docked. Youngstown's Niagara River jet boat, which had been taking riders to places in the Niagara River where most boats don't dare to tread, has ceased local operations, citing a drop in tourism. And Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin says the jacket he wore at the Super Bowl with a depiction of Jesus was not meant to offend. Hamlin attended Super Bowl 57 on Sunday and sported a Letterman jacket with a very abstract picture of Jesus on the cross underneath with the word eternal. Hamlin said it was never his intention to hurt or disrespect anyone and tweeted, quote, I am eternally thankful to my Savior. Hamlin's comments come after former NFL running back Adrian Peterson called that jacket blasphemous on social media. Now your nightly market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. The market saw a sharp decline today before the closing of the session. Before the bell, producer price index data came out that showed input costs for companies had risen sizably more than expected during January, while labor market data showed enduring strength. The reports increased concerns about how sticky inflation might be going forward. Oil today dropping slightly at $78 a barrel. The Dow lost 400 31 points. The S&P 500 was down 57 and the Nasdaq fell 214. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you very much, Dave. This is the five o'clock report on family life. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22, 6. Hi, I'm Rob West with your Faith and Finance Minute. By the time your children are young adults, they need to have several lessons down pat. First, that God owns everything and that He is their provider. Next, young adults should know the value of work, that it's an opportunity given by God to earn money. They should also know that living on a budget is essential so they can live below their means and save something from every paycheck for emergencies and the future. Finally, they must know to give back to God their first fruits. With those lessons learned, young adults are well on their way to being faithful stewards of God's resources. Get biblical answers to your financial questions in the FaithFi community. Download FaithFi, Faith and Finance in your app store or visit faithfi.com. Very good. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the UK's cake kerfuffle. If I knew you were coming, I'd have baked the cake. Baked the cake. Baked the cake. If I knew you were coming, I'd have baked the cake. How'd you do? How'd you do? How'd you do? I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your family life weather forecast. Different forms of inclement weather are expected. As low pressure tracks from Missouri to New York State, east and south of the track, it'll be showers and rumbles of thunder parts of Pennsylvania. Across parts of western and central New York, it'll be rain changing to ice and a bit of snow. Wide-ranging low temperatures from 30 near Lake Ontario to 55 in eastern Pennsylvania. Turns cold to airy white on Friday with rain or a wintry mix, ending as some light snow or flurries as those temperatures drop. Afternoon readings range in the 20s and 30s. Saturday, partly to mostly sunny, mid-30s to lower 40s. Thank you very much, Kevin Williams. Finally at 5. Happy birthday to you. Elaine Cake. So 
where do you weigh in on office treats? The topic's hotter than a birthday candle in the UK right now since a health official worried about growing British obesity rates suggested bringing cake to work is like subjecting your co-workers to passive cigarette smoke. Rubbish, says this baking Brit. I just don't think there's a real equivalence there. With cakes, it's like up to you whether you eat it. And I've never been in a kind of environment in any of the offices I've worked in where anyone's been pressured into eating one of my cakes. Well, in fact, she contends that while an office treat might not be the best thing for your waistline, it can be quite healthy for your frame of mind. Everyone gets a little bit tired and probably depressed around sort of three or four o'clock in the afternoon. So it's really nice to bring out a little treat that's going to cheer everyone up. Here, here. My mom always preached moderation. That certainly applies here. So within reason, let them eat cake. That's the world we live in for Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.